0: Everybody. welcome back to the Fin Factor. Aaron, we are live. We are. First of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Paul, and I'm Aaron. There you go. And super producer Jason. There are a couple. <laughs> there are a couple things we want to address right off the hop here before we start talking about hockey. Uh, the first thing is, uh, again, we are live right now. Uh, big thank you to super producer Jason. And uh, can we name the person whose whose place this is? We'll call him Bill. We'll call him Bill. Sure. Uh, and for Bill, uh, who's whose humble abode he shared with us got us back online and whatnot. So uh, we want to say thank you guys so much for handling that uh, and, and getting this back together. We're back.
1: Yeah. It's good to be back. I can't wait for the rails to fall off. Oh, we'll
0: see how long <laughs> it takes. It's just a matter of time. It's yeah.
1: wonky.
0: It's <laughs> very wonky. Uh, another elephant in the room, sort of, um, this round table. We don't normally have the table here. This is a new setup. It is. I would like your opinion, folks. Do you like the table in the middle? Do you like this or do you like us just in chairs? Uh, the crotch shots from before, we can do <laughs> go back to doing that, I suppose. But we you know we're moving forward, a new era. Of, uh, of Fin Factor Live. And uh, as we get the new studio built out, we'd like to know what you guys think. Yeah, about maybe the, we'll
1: have a table in our new studio. There That's you go. We, we want to know what you think. So let us know. Either in the comments or in the chat room if you're here or live.
0: <laughs> the last elephant in the room, I don't know how many more we can fit in here, is, of course, Aaron's face. <sighs> go ahead.
1: Tell uh, him. Just tell so him. I made a deal with my wife that <laughs> if I raise the money, uh, for my goal, which was a thousand dollars, I would mm-hmm. shave it off uh, at the end of the week, and I, <laughs> I got I got a lot of donations really quick. So I think she was telling people to donate mm-hmm. more than I was, mm-hmm. and the money all came in. So as a gift to her, because she really, I cannot stress this enough, mm-hmm. really, really did not like it. Yeah, and it was it was uh, it was getting bad. So I said, okay,
0: I'm gonna ask you to hit me up right here. Okay, can you get to this camera here first? Thank you. So, um, this, nobody really, really likes this, okay? This is a not nobody liking thing, okay? This is I don't, bad.
1: I don't think that's true. So,
0: no, <laughs> it's definitely true. You're not in my house.
1: I like looking at it. Oh, I'm sure
0: you do. I'm sure you do. Um, <laughs> however, having said that, folks, again, uh, I am here for you, okay? I will continue to rock this nasty, hairy caterpillar on my upper lip and keep this area warm. Uh, For as long as it takes at least up until December 1st So (laughs) he shutters in the background there. Uh, I put up a a tweet earlier actually just before uh, coming live here uh, letting you guys know um, You know go get checked Um, if you have mental health issues uh, Please do not tough it out anymore. Talk to a psychiatrist talk to friends family uh, get that stuff checked out so I'm still doing it for you guys. Uh, Aaron raised a lot of money, so let's give him uh, some fire in the chat there, some round of applause, please. Uh, but as far as uh, the rest of the month, I will continue to do it uh, even if uh, he's made his deal. So there you go. Now, we're done with that. Is there any sort of special comment and there was two of them from the same person, Noah Claxton, that we wanted to address.
1: Uh, sure. he said the return of the kings. First of all. my prayers have been answered.
0: I'm not a fan of you saying the kings, but I appreciate where you're, where you're going with it. I like that. Uh, and, and what was the second part? Uh, my prayers have been answered. Prayers have been answered. Well, there you go. You're welcome. Uh, I guess uh, Super Producer Jason heard your prayers. Yes. Got it together. And uh, what do we call him? Bill? Right. Yeah, Bill. Yes. Thank you, Bill.
1: His name, but yes. <laughs> I'm trying to act like it's not his name, but thank you. Right, sure. Okay. Anyway,
0: okay. So what? What? Any other comments? We wanted to just jump into it.
1: Uh, well, one from Ryan Sontag Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The <laughs> <shows are> back. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that one.
0: Um, seeing for me, it's oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I we get to talk with everybody in the chat again. Like that. That's this to me is like the fun, the most fun part of the job, right? Right. It's it's good. So I'm enjoying it already. Thank you guys for making this what it is. Appreciate it.
1: All right, we got some comments from Navy Forty Seven. He said, "What's going on with the San Jose the Sharks?" Then he wrote, "San Ho," and then he said, "I have PTSD and major depressive disorder. Mental health is a major, major, major issue." Yes, and I'm—I hope that you have gotten help. I'm sure you have, um, but please, please go and get some help if you need it. Um, yeah, that's—I mean, that's it for our comments. So you want to start off?
0: Well, I mean, on that that topic, sure. Um, make sure that you've checked out our interview with. Um, Jamie Baker, Baker, Bakes. That was a good one. Right, yeah. so uh, please check that one out. I think some folks might find that one or maybe already had found that one pretty pretty helpful. Yes. Um, he went through a lot of, of discussion in that one that I was not expecting. So um, it, w- it was pretty uh, insightful interview. That, that was,
1: had. oh my gosh, was that two years ago now? Mm-hmm. That was in 2019 because it was before COVID. So yeah, must have been in, in 20, 2019, but a great, art, a great article, great interview. You should yeah. go back and, and check out. Um, very lengthy, but also very good. And he said, yes, he does. He has major support, so that's fantastic.
0: Good to hear it. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right in here. Sure. Uh, what do we got? We've got the Calgary Flames, first game, right? We're in Calgary. Yep. Uh, 4-1 win. The the main highlight on this one was the laser beam pass <laughs> from Brent Burns to Barabanov.
1: So does this, does this shut everyone up that gets mad about Burns trying to do these home run passes and... You know, eventually <laughs> they're going to connect, and it did, right? And not only connect, but Berabanov was able to bury it. Yeah. After that, that's probably the more important part.
0: Because if he doesn't bury it, it goes underneath the stat line because it never happened, right? Right. It doesn't. It, yeah. It was still a great pass. Oh, and totally. It
1: totally. Connected, wasn't intercepted. Which is what people I think get upset but about. But on the but. stat
0: sheet, it would just show up as another pass that he made. Not, not. They don't see the difficulty of the pass. They don't right. see the the. Incredulousness, if you will, of the past. It's, right. It was incredible. Going from goal line to blue line. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they clocked it at 60 miles
1: an hour. Wow, they did, yeah. huh? Oh, the advanced stats. Yeah, setting.
0: so I guess uh, just by checking where it went, how, how far it went, yeah. and, and the amount how of time quick? that it took to get there. Oh, basic math? Yes, basic right. math.
1: Uh, well, they did it in kilometers per hour. I can't though, wait until so. some math teacher's watching this and can <laughs> create this into a math problem for your class. So that would be fantastic. So, Burnsie fires the puck
0: at 2.58, <laughs> and it gets
1: me. <laughs>
0: anyway, um, so, yeah, no, the, the train arrived in London at, at 3 o'clock. So, anyway, um, the, <laughs> the, the... We're already off the rails? I know. It's incredible. Uh, it's a record. With the anyway, no, the I mean, this was a laser beam pass. This thing was, it was fired so hard, uh, approximately 6 miles an hour. And, yeah, uh, Barabanov just buries the thing, so it was really nice to see that whole play come together. And it was just bang, bang, because it happened so quickly. And it was incredible, because, again, from the goal line... All the way down to the blue line, and a few strides in, and he shoots and scores. So it just happened like so incredibly fast. It was something that they were replaying over and over again. Um, and I, now, does it shut people up? Was your question? I don't know if it <laughs> shuts no. people up necessarily because <laughs> right. you know people are going to be people. But uh, I mean, I think it kind of gives them a, an idea of what Brent Burns is capable of, and I think maybe it shuts up some of the "he's too old" talk.
1: Yeah, I mean, passing—you're never too old for passing, a right? Bit. But jumbo. Uh yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think. Um. I feel like if you look at he was making these passes. He's been making these passes for years. Um. Look at the last two years worth of the Sharks roster. Who mm. he's passing to. The talent has significantly dropped. Yeah. The talent this year is much much better. Bear Bonoff alone is probably better than most of the guys that were called up and aren't even either in yeah. the NHL anymore. Are stuck in the minors and just not playing anymore. Right. So. Um, it's it's great to see, and I feel like Burns and Carlson's numbers are also going to be higher this year simply because of that. Because I felt like last year Carlson was making plays and getting the puck to people, and you used to talk about this where it explodes off their stick because yeah. they're just not ready for it and couldn't finish it, couldn't bury it. And I feel like we're going to see more like this Barabanov, yeah. where he's going to actually bury it. And now Burns has an assist to show up on on the stat sheet, exactly for that, right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was it was a fantastic pass, and I feel like uh, this also could be showing that he could be trade bait at the Ooh. trade deadline. Ooh. Not to jump ahead of ourselves, you're just going here. right there, aren't you? Just saying. Wow, I'm ready for some shoes to be thrown. <laughs> Sandals. 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 Yeah, flip flops. Yes. There you go.
0: Okay. Um, beyond the Burns pass, another big highlight was the Zadorov hit on mm-hmm. Um Did you see the hit? I thought it was dirty. You thought it was? I thought kind of felt it was dirty too. I don't know if I'm being biased though. So
1: during like during the play, during real time, I guess um, it was hard to tell. But when you look at the replay, I mean, that was his elbow going straight into his head. Like the head looked like to me looked like the the main point of contact, principal point, yeah, which is what they are trying to get rid of. So I don't understand. And every Sharks fan was like, "Oh, I bet that's not going to get disciplined." I mean, there's no penalty on the play, nothing. And sure enough nothing sadly we're used to it
0: now yes, yes. so anyway uh zadorov uh, gets the hit but couture gets the goal and it goes off of zadorov yes poetic right i like that karma <laughs> the
1: hockey guide said Mm-mm, mm, mm, yeah mm, it ain't
0: happening so uh yeah no it was good, good to see good to yeah. see uh I, I don't care how it goes in uh, it really doesn't matter to me because, you know what? Nobody it, asks how. It seems right? to happen to the Sharks a lot, too, where, you know, you get these weird deflections and they go in and we all throw our hands up and everything. Some people like to blame the goalies for those. Uh, but in this case, it just, you know, it happened back finally, you know, and it was just kind of nice to see it going off of a leg. Now, I think Ryan Merkley had a goal like that, so it's been happening a couple times with the Sharks so far puck this season. Luck. A little bit of puck luck. It's yeah. nice to have a little bit of puck luck now and then. Mm-hmm. So um, just, you know, again, good to see that uh, the puck's getting in the back of the net uh, even if it's going off of the other team first, don't care. Uh, so the sharks do end up winning that game uh, four to one. The reason it was four to one is because of a couple empty net goals. Now the first one, was Tomas Hurdle. Um, this was, for me, my favorite empty net goal. <laughs> because, I, and it's kind of weird to say that you have a favorite empty net goal, but this was uh, pure hustle. This is yeah. the the epitome of I am not stopping to uh, playing. Uh, you know, the, the game is basically over. They've got an empty net, we've, uh, we've, we're we up by one, um, the time's ticking, they, they we've dumped it down, I'm gonna beat this icing out. He got on his horse, he made it all the way down the ice, he beat the icing call, not only did he do that, but he makes a nice little pivot, turns on a dime and wraps it and throws it in the net uh, with a, a defender kind of not really draped on him, but trying to catch up to him. And it, for me, that was just the epitome of, that's what the identity of this team is now. Hard work, doesn't matter what the score is, if we're ahead, if we're behind, we wanna keep grinding. That's what the identity of this team needs to be. And I think that's what Tomas Hurdle showed there. And I think it's another example of the leadership qualities that Hurdle's bringing uh this season not just to the team but but this season specifically we've talked about this before and i think that it's weird to say that for an empty net goal right an empty net goal is like whatever but again he worked hard to get there
1: it's also no coincidence and i'm not trying to downplay any of this sure it's also a contract here okay he's he's got some extra i mean i'm not saying he's motivated completely by money but right. every player whenever they have a contract here Always seem to get a little bit more, uh, you know, stats by the end of the year mm. to get that contract money. And and again, I'm not saying that's the only reason he's doing it, but sure. um, you're going to see a little bit more extra hustle, I think, out of hurdle all year
0: well I'll take a little extra hustle all day long I'm good with that <laughs> so we've got a comment here I'm gonna look we got a little screen down here so if my eyes drop that's what it is fun fact Jones and Braun are on the same team but I only miss one. Oh, it's Lundy of, of course, it course is, it's right? Lundy Lundy with 499 in the super chat again thank you Lundy so much we do appreciate that um, gosh we missed talking to you But <laughs> it's been a long time mm-hmm. So we had Lenny in the chat there So again hey thank you By the way uh, If you want to do the same thing Lenny's doing Make sure that your comment gets read We do have Super Chat Available to you guys Just as he uh, went ahead And used it there um, Also we have Venmo I don't know if we can put The Venmo up on the screen Right there That we can oh, There it is Beautiful thank- Super producer Jason He's just ready. loving all he his buttons ready, yeah. He knows it Yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear him Do you have the mic on or no? He's too over there uh-huh. Yeah, just say it louder next time.
1: not melt the system.
0: <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, yeah, so there you go. There was the, the Venmo, Venmo information right there. If you'd like to have uh, your comment read on, uh, on live here on the air, we'll go ahead and do that. Assuming uh, someone's looking at the Venmo account, which maybe you are. Can you pull it up? I don't know if you can.
1: What am I looking for? The
0: Venmo account. So if we get a... a- <laughs> What? Hi! Huh? Aaron's still not quite here. He'll he'll be here in just a Sorry, minute. Sorry, I gotta
1: also keep track of all the chat.
0: Love it. Like, see if I miss no anything. No worries. I'm just sitting here holding my, my tea, so I'm good. Oh, tech issues. There you go. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, he's got all the buttons. Oh, anyway, God, we are off the rails. It's ridiculous. Okay, so then the uh, the last empty net goal uh, of any significance whatsoever, only because of uh, it being Dolan. Right. Dolan is, like you said, in the hunt for the Calder Trophy at the moment. He's... Uh, well, got five goals, I think. That was, at least that at was his number six, I oh, think. Was it? wasn't
1: it? I think that was his sixth
0: goal. Oh, okay, so he had five, that was six. I believe so I think that put him in, in tie for uh, the most yeah, goals among rookies. Goal. So at the time, yeah, at the time. I don't know if it is now, I don't
1: know what the stats are, but uh, I yeah. figured you'd he's, want to talk about that one because he's kind of your boy. This sure. Season, so. I mean, yeah, I I loved his dad on the Sharks, Ulf Dahlin. It's old school. Mm-hmm. In fact, I got to get that jersey back, but um my brother has it it's that it's on the old studio um anyway uh yeah i'm glad to see him getting rewarded i mean an empty net goal i feel like is a reward for one you're on the ice defending and you get a chance to score on the empty Mm -hmm. net Let's usually they put the players out there that are either very good at defending or uh kind of a reward for playing a very strong game so um, probably a little bit of both there, and uh, he got rewarded with the goal. So yeah. it's good for him to see. It's great to see. Who cares? They don't say. They don't ask how. Just how many at the end of the year. So it doesn't matter if it's an empty netter. I'm glad to see him uh, jump up in that leaderboard and stay knows. up at the top. It'd be nice. I mean, if we, if Jonathan if Jonathan Dolan yeah. turns into a 20 goal scorer, which is pretty. I'm not gonna say it's a slam dunk. But he's only need 14 more goals. Yeah, I was expecting maybe 15 goals on the year. That's where I was. Yeah. Yeah, and now, now I think 20 is within reach. I'm not, I'm not going to go above that, but I think 20 is within reach, and that would be a fantastic year for him.
0: Yeah. No, 100%. I agree. So, are there any other comments now that are going? Because we kind of talked. Yeah, about Yeah, the one first thing I want to talk about okay.
1: was let's go back in the middle of that game, the second period. Calgary came on strong, mm-hmm. and Aiden Hill. Shut them down in that game. That was a fantastic bounce back game for Aiden Hill because I think the last two yeah. starts weren't weren't his greatest, and he would probably say the same thing. But um, he kept the he kept the Sharks right into a game that I don't think they belonged in because they were just getting outworked, out hustled, out hit everything, out shot. So um, he had some fantastic saves, and and they ended up being in a position to score that goal in the I think it was in the third, or was in the second when they scored the go ahead goal. Um, I can't even remember. I'm pulling it up right here. Uh, it was in the third period. Coacher scored four minutes in to take the lead. So um, it looked like a game where the Sharks had, like I said, no business playing in. This was still, they had their guys out for COVID. So they were still short five of their regular, six of the regular players. Mm-hmm. Um, they go into Canada and they go into Calgary in a game that everyone thought they were going to get destroyed in, and they held the fourth down and were able to pull out a win. Yeah. Just fantastic. And they had
0: Markstrom in that too. This wasn't their backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So it was, it was, Uh, Impressive to see them kind of attack that guy Mm -hmm. and uh, and and break through the wall. So it was nice. Um, This is also the game Aiden Hill had two assists, was it not? Yes, yes, it was. So
1: he two assists and uh, thirty-seven save performance for the win, which is like yeah. I saw some stat the other game. Was it the sixth time that's happened in NHL history or something
0: weird? Thirty-seven specifically, or or more, or more. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. They pull out Um, these weird. It's like baseball now. They just pull out these weird (laughs) stats and make the player. (laughs) Looks like the best player. Okay, we got (laughs) got another Super
0: Chat. And, of course, Lundy again. Lundy, thank you so much. I hope you have everything in our store already because uh, (laughs) the amount that you've you've donated to the show, and we do appreciate it, you could have probably bought everything by now. But, okay, uh, I miss you too. Also, how about the upgrades to Goalie? And you guys have an excellent show. Oh, sorry. The, how, how about the upgrades to goalie? That was for uh, Lundy. And then uh, this is someone else here, Navy Forty Seven. Uh, you guys have an excellent show. So informative. Thank you. We appreciate that. We're doing the best we can uh, to help you guys out. Uh, and then Ben and Gunsry says, "Won't the won't be the usual live show without talking about goalie performances for the last two games?" <laughs> that is true. Okay. So and, and Lundy had put in the super chat asking about goalies. So what about the goalies? Now you like you like Aiden Hill. Do you like Reimer more still?
1: That rhymed. Oh, that's (laughs) close. It's it's hard to say because I think even going into the season, I said, I think I said that neither one's really like a clear starter. Okay. Uh, Hill hasn't played enough games in a season to to be like a clear-cut starter. Same with Rhymer. He's only played, I think at most, 40-something in a season. Right. None of them are going to be 50, 60 game starters, definitely not 70. So I like how they kind of go back and forth. Mm. Um, Not necessarily switching every other game, but kind of riding the hot hand because it's it's a uh, healthy competition between the two guys. And they root for each other. They're not against each other. Right. They're not hoping that one, one of them fails or gets hurt. So it's good for the Sharks. And, and we've seen this with Martin Jones. When he has a very good, competent backup that's pushing him, he plays better. So usually goalies will play better and more focused and sharper because they know, you know one step up and you're going to be sitting on the bench. Right. And not in a bad way. You just... The team needs somebody in there that's going to get them wins so i think um i think both goalies are great and uh they're a very good tandem they bring different things to the table um i think reimer still is kind of a little bit better i think when aiden hill's on top of his game like he was in calgary he's pretty unstoppable um he only let in one goal but um i think he could be pretty dominant player and he's going to be a better player with Reimer as his backup, so that he's going to learn learn the tricks of the trade, if you will, because he's still very young and Reimer is not as young. So right. uh, he's going to bestow some knowledge on him.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you. I really do like the tandem. I think they bring uh, they bring a lot. You get Hill's a little bit uh, erratic in net at times, but um, as you've kind of pointed out before, but you know he's so big and, and he, he's he's going to learn more. He's still mm-hmm. really young, so yeah. I'm really looking forward to him maybe settling down a little bit in net. Uh, with with how much he's pushing around uh and his his angles I think his angles are pretty good and they'll just get better I think working with him getting to Bokov. so um, really excited to see where he goes mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of his career uh specifically with the Sharks hopefully um and then Reimer again like you said I mean he's he's more the veteran guy he he keeps it calm in net he keeps it chill um and he just he's in the right positions and he's uh I don't know you see him you see him making big saves pretty often and it's like you see that you know like you said he's only played maybe forty something games max. He's kind of that that guy that's been like almost like a career like really good backup, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but he plays that role really well. So I'm really happy with the tandem. Really happy that uh, Reimer is able to kind of like you said bestow that knowledge on Hill, and uh, you know, hopefully beyond this season, I'd like to see them kind of going forward, uh, especially if Reimer continues to play the way that he's been playing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, and, and uh, to answer your question about goalies, there, I, I'm we're, we're happy with our goaltending. Um, I, I know that's kind of weird to say because some of these games we're losing like my, you know by six goals or five goals or whatever right. it is, but uh, for the most part, yeah, we're we're happy with the goaltending. So yeah, there's
1: that. I, Aiden Hill is very they're different goalies because Aiden Hill's very aggressive. Yeah. Like he really attacks the puck and goes after the 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 shooter. Um, and this is one of the knocks I think he had coming into the season was he gets out of position because he's so aggressive. Yeah. So far, he's he hasn't really bitten him. He's been able to kind of... I think he takes guys by surprise because he's so aggressive. He's also very large. I can't imagine having... What is he? Six foot six? This guy on skate, six yeah. foot six, coming at you and sliding at you and just getting bigger. You're like, oh my... What am I going to do? <laughs> like You have to really think fast. So um, that's kind of his... like Almost like his bread and butter. And... It's it's kind of like, uh, I feel like Marc-Andre Fleury's kind of like that, where he's very aggressive to the point where you're when you're playing against him, you're like, oh, now's your chance. Like, he's yeah. out of position, like, you just do some tapping goals, and which happens sometimes, but a lot of times he gets away with it. So, I mean, they're, they're, I'm not saying he's like Flurry but sure. that kind of sense yeah. he's, he is. But, yeah,
0: anyway. Cool. Well, thank you for the question. We do appreciate that. So uh, any other questions you want to hear or or we want to move
1: on? Going back a bit, there's one from Noah Claxton saying, what are your guys' thoughts on Hurdle's defensive game? I love Hurdle, but I notice sometimes it doesn't seem like he goes after the loose puck as hard. I think it was the game after two. Burns, hit Balsers, and he hit a post, but no one is talking about that. The pass, I think he's talking about. Burns hit Balsers on the pass. Yeah, Balsers and barabonoff, I think Barabonoff's a little bit better than Balsers, but... Balsers to me is a guy. He reminds me of a young Matt Nieto, where he's so fast, he was, he would get all kinds of chances to score, and you'd think he was going to be this top six guy, but he couldn't finish. Couldn't put it away. He couldn't yeah. finish at the NHL level, I should mm-hmm. say. Uh, he probably did at every other level, and just couldn't for some reason. So I feel like Balsers is kind of turning into that kind of player, where he's got all the speed, and sometimes is is that's all he's got. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm not trying to knock him too much but right. that's what he reminds me of is, is a young Nieto
0: okay yeah I mean that's fair I think well he said that it was a pass to Balsers, and he rang it off the post and that's why no one's talking about it right that's exactly our point from earlier right, right. Uh, was you wouldn't hear about that burns pass to Barbonov if it didn't go in so Barbonov <laughs> yeah. buries it and now it's a it's a headline right not just a stat line but a headline. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, that kind of just accentuates the point we just made perfectly. So, thank you, I guess, for, <laughs> for bringing that up. Um, you're 100% right. And now, if Balsers, uh drills that one, you guarantee you, if the pass was as spectacular, guess what they're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, and then it's just it's oh, we've we've seen this from Burns night in, night out. It's consecutive, you know. What? Then you start you know hearing more about it, and people start getting jazzed about Burnsy. But uh, as it stands, you know, it's just the the one time that we got to see it. Um, no one's, like he said, no one's talking about the other pass that he made. So, um, yeah, hopefully more of them go in. But um, it's going to take Bolsters to learn how to finish, I hope. I don't know. Some people are really high on Bolsters. I'm I'm not super high on Bolsters. Um, I, I think he's a good player. I, I'm not sure that he's a player that's necessary uh, for this roster. I think he's um, a third line. Yeah.
1: Good. Brings speed to that third line. And yeah. And skill, too. He has skill, but... Not in a top six role.
0: I'll say it this way: I think if we were to move Balsers for any reason, I'm not saying we should. I don't want to even get into that discussion. But if we had to move him, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't be can too imagine upset about they, it. They
1: get anything out of him because he was basically he was picked up for free as a, on the waiver wire. Yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. So that would be a great turnaround. Yeah, hundred percent. They've already traded him for Carlson. <laughs> Who else could <can> they get? It's <laughs> they <laughs> didn't trade him to Eichel. Imagine they got Eichel and Bolsters win again. Oh People man! Be like, oh yeah. yeah. You know what? Forget you guys. <sighs> I'll see you guys in two years <laughs> <laughs> on the waiver wire. Nice.
0: All right, cool. So the the game in Winnipeg. So unfortunately, I'm going to preface this with um. So, oh, I shouldn't even say unfortunately. Uh, I went to uh, what's it called Corona, uh, which is basically near uh, Los Angeles, California. So. Is
1: it L.A. or is it San Diego?
0: Oh, I mean that area, SoCal, okay. Okay. Um, So we're in Corona for a hockey tournament for my kids. So I wasn't really able to watch uh, much of the Winnipeg game whatsoever. And actually, the Colorado game, I was in the middle of like a six-hour drive or whatever to get back home. <laughs> so I didn't really get to, to listen to that one much either. So um, I, I saw some of the highlights of the Colorado game, but I don't remember much of anything about the Winnipeg game, unfortunately. So maybe you guys can fill me in on what happened during the Winnipeg game. I'd love to hear your thoughts of, of what it was, uh, but maybe you can just kind of look over like what the, the final score, uh, the stat line, Something to that effect, so we have something to talk about with the Winnipeg game. Or we can just skip sure. over it altogether. Doesn't I don't think it was a great game. and okay. ended
1: up 4-1 Winnipeg. But Cogliano scored first. There you go. And then the wheels fell off. Okay, I
0: remember Cogliano because I think it was Bernsey had the puck uh, coming up high. Uh, center of the, of the ice there, but he was coming up high, and he just kind of fired it across to Cogliano, who just did a tap-in goal. So I do remember that. Um, but the rest of it, I don't really remember. I guess the wheel <laughs> just kind of fell off. Yeah. So just Reimer was in game. net that game though. He was. Um, it's funny because you know we we had a couple where it was Hill gets to start, Hill takes a loss. Reimer gets to start, Reimer gets a win. Hill takes a start, loses. Right. So now it's kind of the other way around. We've got Hill getting a win on a really nice performance, and then Reimer taking a loss. Um, and you said it was four to one. Four to one. I'm guessing at least one of those was uh, empty net, or maybe not. Uh, one of them. Okay. The last one. Okay. So, really, three goals against for, for Reimer in that game. Yep. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know what they say, two or fewer. So, try to keep it in that area, I guess. Right. Anyway. Um, okay, anything about that game that stood out to you? Anything to, in the comments that stood out to you guys in that game you'd like us to kind of bring up, please feel free. Um, we'll, we'll bring it up and chat about it. But, otherwise, no, just move on. Let's go to the Colorado game. Let's go to the Colorado game. That was a little game. more interesting,
1: I think. Again, Sharks scored first. Yep. Uh, that was Coach getting his sixth. That was a crazy goal too yeah did
0: you see this one no okay so <laughs> so couture had the puck uh on the right i i think i saw this okay <laughs> he had the puck on the right boards if you're if you're looking at the goal um puck squirts out over towards the the point and ferraro is there and Ferraro just kind of one time passes thing back to to couture uh left-handed shot on the right boards and he just lets this thing sail and i'm not even sure because the angle was kind of goofy um, it was like OV office, but like more towards the boards. It was it was pretty far off, and he just he just cooked this puck and he just went in. Um, he he really let it go. So um, I, I mean, seeing him shoot, I was thinking, okay, on the replay, I'm going, okay, this is the goal. It's going to bounce off someone, and you know someone else is going to bang it in. No, he just netted it. It was it was a nice <laughs> shot uh, from a really kind of an awkward angle, I would say. Um, so, but I do remember that goal. The rest of it, it's all all a blur. So
1: there you go, uh, Colorado. <laughs> It's like the beast is awoken because yes. Colorado has not been doing great. Uh, they haven't been playing great hockey. A lot of it was a lot of their guys were missing. Like even McKinnon has been out of the is out of this game. I think he's out for three weeks, so mm-hmm. they're missing their captain and their best player. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like Colorado's like angry. Yeah. And so they're just. I mean, I think the game before this they won seven to one. <laughs> so then they beat the Sharks. Was it six to six two, two? Right. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Two. Six to two. So I mean, they're scoring a lot of goals. They're And they're a team that was expected, fully expected to be scoring a ton of goals. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of, they're waking up, like I said.
0: So I kind of had some notes for myself on this one, because again, I was able to watch at least the, the highlights of it. And, um, you know, looking at the goals that were scored, I really only have a hard time giving, uh, well, I guess, blame for for Hill on that, that first one. Um, he was kind of not quite set, I think, on that first goal, but he pretty much saw it the whole way through. I don't think he was even screened. Uh, and the shot just sailed over, I think it was over his glove, but it went, it went high and it went in. Um, that was one I think he probably could have grabbed. Uh, the other goals, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, one of them I believe was shorthanded and uh, they got a player in behind Burns. It was like, uh, there, there was someone coming across the line and Burns was was defending him. And this is shorthanded again, by the way, mind you. And there was another player coming up through the center there and whoever it was, I want to say it was Timo, uh, was backtracking just a little bit too late and was not on his horse. So um, the, the player in the middle gets just a little bit behind Burns as they're going across the blue line, pass goes across and now he's on a breakaway by himself. I don't care that it's shorthanded. you can't allow a breakaway, right? Especially shorthanded. Yeah. but I can't blame the goaltender for that necessarily because again, you're giving him a breakaway. And that wasn't the only one. There was another one with Nazem Kadri, I mm-hmm. believe, where again, I think it was a weird change um, where the defense was coming out they came across the blue line, but they weren't quite getting into the zone and so up, they chipped the puck in uh, right past the, whoever the defender was I think it was Shimmick and uh, what's his name? Kadri grabs the puck gives the little uh, backhand forehand shoots and scores again a breakaway goal I, I just have a hard time saying you know that's that's on hill um, another one I saw a cross creaser, wide open lane going from the corner all the way across to essentially like the, the crease mm-hmm. and just, you know, a one time goal and uh, knocks it in. And then uh, another one that was a shot, save, rebound, no clear, bangs it in. Got to get some help from your defense there. So um, there's a lot of goals that go in. Again, it's not about Martin Jones with me, guys. It's, <laughs> it's about goalies. It's about. You know, I I mean, I'm not the best defender in the world, but I know when something's my fault. And when I'm not getting those guys uh, out of the net, when I'm not clearing the puck out, when it's right in the front, when I'm allowing guys to jump in behind me because my head's not on the swivel and I'm in the wrong position, that's bad defense. And I have a hard time telling my goaltender
1: that's on you. It's almost like four defenders came back after being out for two weeks for COVID and playing in altitude. Yes, on their first game back. I agree. I agree with you. I'm not, I, I don't want to say that's the only excuse, but it showed. Yes. That's what I think, I, that's what I would chalk this one up to. It really is unfortunate that they had to play in Colorado in their first game back. Right. Um, and again, this is going going back to what we talked about before. Like At this point, when you miss that much time, um, you could do as much fitness as you want. The speed of the game is just not there. Yeah. When you're playing against guys, like you see it in preseason. They, that's why guys like to play preseason, kind of get... Gets them going, gets their speed going, and everything. But then, um, <laughs> if you don't keep up with the speed, like it's just, it's a different. When you see a guy coming back from injury, you can yeah. see like the skill and everything is there. It's just not clicking because they're not used to playing. There's only so much you could do in practice. Yeah, right. So I think that's what this one's. I would chalk this one up to. No, that's fair enough. Um, I just don't want to hear people saying it's his fault. <laughs> that's all. I'm actually, I'm kind of shocked they kept him in, and didn't pull him. Yeah. That is
0: kind of weird, you know, isn't
1: it? Like I'm, I'm assuming Reimer's gonna get the next start. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably why they didn't. Then, why, yeah. why bother giving him the, you know, the last period? You're gonna have him start the next game anyway. This game's already over. It's probably yeah. what they're thinking. So, there you go. That's the Colorado game. Anything else uh, we want to say? I mean, it seems like the they were getting their chances that game. They had uh, quite
1: a few shots on goal, I believe. Yeah, that does bring his save percentage down below 900 again. <laughs> Forever cursed we are. Reimer's 940. The okay. one point eight two, that's that's fantastic. So combined, they they must be over nine hundred then. Yeah, because he's eight ninety four, so yeah. he's close.
0: Okay, he's close. Oh, well, I can deal with that. That's okay. Again, it's not going to be you know smooth sailing the entire way through. Uh, sometimes Rhymer's going to be hot, and when he falls off, hopefully Hill's hot, and vice versa. But if we can get both of them going at the same time, awesome. But uh, it's not to be expected. Mm-hmm. Again, remember Hill is. He's a younger guy. What is he? 25,
1: I think? 25 or 26, yeah. Yeah,
0: somewhere in there. I mean, for a goaltender, that's that's still fairly young. So um, he's going to grow. He's going to learn more. And as the season goes on, he's going to get better. He's I'm 25. Confident.
1: 25, yeah.
0: yeah. I'm confident. in him. And Rymer's 33. He, he's not that old. No. Yeah. I could see this tandem going for a, a few years. We're sign for the next... Two, two this yeah. season and next season yeah so they'll be around I could see them getting uh, both of them getting extensions
1: to be honest I don't think Reimer would no? at that point no because he'll be prob- he's pushing 35 yeah if you sign anybody over 35 uh, give him a one year if they get hurt or whatever yeah or they retire, you're stuck with their salary on your salary cap. You see less people over 35 get signed. Yeah, I mean,
0: assuming that he's in good enough shape that you don't think he's going to retire and he's committed to the team. In
1: two more years, we're going to have another goalie coming up to be the backup. That's a young guy behind Aiden Hill.
0: Okay, question for the chat there. Uh, Who is the young goaltender that Aaron is uh, alluding to? Even Aaron may not know.
1: There's a couple that could be. Exactly. There's a couple of choices. We would like to know your thoughts. on In the system is... Melnichuk, Yeah. Amon and Sachenko. I think Melnichuk is the next
0: one. I think Amon and Sachenko
1: are... also the guy that they drafted this year, right? And they draft a uh, goalie. Oh, yeah. He had the cool name, right? Well, no. That was the guy they signed. Krona. Magnus Krona. They signed him. That was the other guy, yeah. Uh, they drafted a guy as well who has a pretty oh. high pedigree. Right, right, right. No, He's uh, going to take a while. He's not. Forgot gonna, his name. I don't think he'd be here in two years, yeah. but I think probably in, in that th- Goodro four range
0: isn't the last name Goodrow? His last name's is Goodrow, right? The uh, like uh, Johnny Goodrow, not like Barclay Goodrow. I'm pretty sure it's like Gaudreau, that kind of spelling. Gaudreau, yeah. Yep. There you go. Wow, super. super Jason is on yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I totally forgot about him, but I think uh, I'm excited about him too. That's gonna be that's yeah, like, a set. project. That's
1: that's yeah. not gonna be someone who's gonna be coming in. In a few years, but
0: you know, I mean, and, and talking about projects and guys who might not be in, in the next few years, um, some of these prospects that we're seeing, uh, Tristan Robbins has been all over Twitter. Highlights of Tristan Robbins has been all over Twitter. You see Jonathan Becker tweeting this stuff out all mm-hmm. the time, um, and it's really exciting to see that you know it's him and Bordello, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see these guys. We talked about this uh, in our episode about the Barracudas' new arena. Uh, how cool it's going to be when these guys jump in there! That team's going to be solid. I'm really excited for yeah. next
1: year for the Barracuda. I, mean, I will most likely be buying season tickets. Yeah. I don't know if you will be or not.
0: Uh, I don't know about season tickets because it's kind of hard with kids and everything. But maybe uh, we should
1: get season tickets and split it. Yeah, 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 that might be easier. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, because that's like it's the perfect place for kids, and yeah. then it's going to be this shiny new arena that's going to be you know it won't suck to go to. So yeah, for sure. I <laughs> Yeah, you should check out our our show that we did on the tour. Thanks, thanks for the hint there, super producer Jason. Uh, was that it. was the hint? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a we did a tour and we did a show or a spotlight on it. Uh, you should check it out. Um, I don't know. Can, you I was gonna say yeah. Day. Now it's on you, super producer <laughs> yeah. Jason. Now you got to put the link on the bottom of the screen. Good luck. <laughs> He's typing away furiously right now, right? London just right. said. Uh, hopefully the next goalie isn't related to Martin Jones.
0: The next is not related to Martin Jones? Hopefully they're not related to Martin Jones. Hey, man, that's that's NHL caliber pedigree. Hey, Martin Jones is doing well right now, bud. He's doing well right now. And it's uh, in no small part, I'm sure, to your favorite uh, Braun in front of him playing defense.
1: Here's a comment from Ben. Um, Glad we're a better team now compared to the last two years, but I'm afraid we're going to go back to the middle of the mud area again, just missing the playoffs and not getting high draft picks. That's where I think the Sharks are going to end up. I think if the Sharks are... Out of a playoff spot or not looking likely to get one if maybe because of a major injury yeah. or something by the trade deadline I think they're gonna start selling off assets and not Rural. necessarily tanking but not doing as well in the standings and getting a higher draft pick or bringing in more picks yeah. for their players so well,
0: I mean you don't have to tank to, to not gather points at that point in time, because when you trade away all your good players, you're not going to be playing well, and you're going to lose those That's points I mean. anyway. Yeah, yeah, so so there's no, you don't really have to to try to lose. And a lot of people say that, well, oh, they're going to tank now. Well, no, and the players aren't trying to lose. Um, they, they maybe have a couple guys that got traded away that would have helped them win, and they're no longer there, uh, which it's going to suck, man. I'm, I don't want to see Hurdle in a different color jersey, you mm-hmm. know. That's going to suck. That's going to hurt a lot. I just, I think it's going to happen.
1: And I talked about this with you guys on our uh, our Slack channel about that could be the nail in the coffin for Doug Wilson. Yeah. If if and when Hurdle is no longer a shark, uh, that's kind of like the last of players that were drafted and developed, kind of like Hurdle, Meyer, uh, Couture, Couture is yeah. one, but he's kind of like even way back yeah. further. So um that would be the last tie almost to like the team that went to the finals in 2016. That's really a big player that was, yeah, that's still in their prime. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, that could be the spelling the end. And, and I think ticket sales would take a big hit, which they already are this year.
0: Nick, uh, saying no, not hurt. I know. <laughs> that's where I'm at too, man. Like it's, and it's not just, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Nostalgia, I guess. It's not that like people want Marlowe to come back. People want Thornton to come
1: back. People want Pavelski to come back. I saw that. What was that all about? Well, he's a free agent after this year. So? So, technically, he could get signed by the Sharks. Yeah, he could. I, I just it I don't make sense. It and I don't. He wouldn't. I don't think he wants to come back. I don't think so. He sold his house. Yeah. So did Thornton. Yeah. So they're not gonna come back. Yeah.
0: But I guess my point was. It's, it's not about it's not about that nostalgia. I, just, I want the old guys back. You know what I right. mean? It's not about that. It's it's him on the ice and off the ice. Everything that he brings. Um, you know, again, the smile and everything else. The attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the leadership qualities. This team could use that still, right? So um, it's going to suck. If he gets traded, it's really going to suck. Um, now, is that the last straw for Doug Wilson in terms
1: of Uh, he's out maybe i don't mean like right away either i don't think he's gonna be like fired like this summer it's just more of like that's gonna be the end of an era and he's kind of getting older too and i don't know if he's trying to groom his son to take over as gm um he's getting more responsibilities but um i don't know if that's maybe that's the master plan who knows i'm just i'm completely speculating here (laughs) i have no insight whatsoever um but i uh just Hurdle is such a fan favorite. Yeah, I mean Ferraro's there too now, but I don't think as big as Hurdle. Ferraro doesn't have the skill and pedigree and wow factor that yeah. Hurdle has, you know.
0: He's got what, what Ferraro brings and the thing I love about Ferraro is the the constant 110% hustle. Mm-hmm. He is he he will never ever glide to a puck. He's always charging at it. He's always battling. Um, he does he plays the game the right way. You hear all these old guys talking about, oh, he plays the game the right way. <laughs> for me, this is a guy that plays the game the right way. He is always always on. And there are times where he gets caught out there for you know a shift that's longer than a minute. And it doesn't matter, he's still chugging and burning because he knows as soon as I'm done with this and I get the opportunity, I'm gonna get to sit down and have a sip of water, take a breath and they're gonna <laughs> throw me right back out there. And it shows, he's been playing like 25, 26, 20, whatever it is, minutes a night. And yeah. they trust him and and he works for
1: me. Let's so. say when, they, when everyone came back in Colorado, his ice time was higher than Burns. Really? He had 27 minutes, Burns had 26, he had a full minute. More. Did Burns have uh, penalties? Uh, four penalty minutes. That's probably why. Okay, that's probably a good chunk of it then. In the box, first four, yeah. Did he have more than Carlson? That's the uh, Yeah, because all of them were lower because they just came back. They just came back. That's yeah. why, yeah. Carlson was yeah. at 19 minutes. Uh, Middleton was 16. Velasquez was 15. And Shimmick was 13. Easily, easily my favorite player on the Sharks right now. It's Carlson.
0: No. No. This guy. You know?
1: I told. I. I thought that's, I was totally reading you wrong there. Sorry.
0: I would say read my list, but then you're going to make this mustache joke right there. <laughs> I can't see your lips. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got to have some comments by now. Something that uh, somebody wants to talk about uh, or something that. No, uh, not hurdle. Yeah. Keep
1: hurdle. Make right. the playoffs and keep hurdle. He's just all heart, smile on his face, and someone the le- team needs leadership. Uh, if we miss the playoffs and trade away our key players, there goes the team for four or five more years uh and then nick says why not trade carlson because nobody will, take, nobody will him. take him not with that contract he's got six more years okay
0: but but let's let's explain that a little bit further it's not nobody will take him because he sucks it's nobody will take him because i don't think they can fit 11 and dollars into their payroll right there's Same a lot with- of teams that are already over the cap or at the cap some
1: teams that are over the cap Right. Well, look at Jack Eichel. There were only so many teams that could take on Jack right. Eichel because it's $10 million. A game. And
0: one of the reasons why they didn't get a huge return for him because, mm-hmm. again, there was only so many teams. So if you do trade Eric Carlson, there's only so many teams that are going to be able to take him on. Your return's not going to be what Eric Carlson's really worth. And I, I, a lot of people are down on Carlson.
1: I don't get it. I think he's, he's a phenomenal talent. They're down on him because of two things. The contract is so large. Yeah. Long and large, and they couldn't sign Pavelski because of it. That's what everyone thinks. Yeah, I think Pavelski wanted to be out anyway. That's what I
0: think. I don't think he wanted to be out. I don't think he uh, minded not being out. Obviously, he didn't. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Uh, there you go. There's that. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, we were talking about Doug Wilson. Of course, there's Doug Wilson news. Doug Wilson, he
1: got elected into the... Uh, Hockey Hall of Fame, and not as a builder, which is a category for GMs and anyone else in the management position, but uh, as a player. So he was a Norris-winning uh, defenseman for the Chicago Blackhawks, and then the last two years of his career uh, played for the San Jose Sharks. But he had, you know, his knees were gone at that mm-hmm. point, so he didn't really play. He only played 80 games over two seasons, I think, for the Sharks, so he missed. A lot, but he was also the Sharks' first captain. Mm-hmm. Um, their very first year, um, still a good player, just hurt. Just at the, the end of his and the end of his career. I mean, if if he played in today's era and had today's like Brent Burns, like if he was following what Brent Burns was yeah. doing, because nobody was doing that back then, he probably could have prolonged it yeah. maybe a little bit, a couple more years, and missed less games. Yeah. Um, but again, this is the era where they're smoking cigarettes and drinking beers in between periods. So, <laughs> I'm not saying he was doing that, but a lot of the players are doing that. They come into training camp going, yeah. "Oh, time to get in shape." Yeah, like, no, I, <laughs> coming in in shape into camp.
0: The healthy guys were on the, on the, the what do you call it, the stationary bike, while they were smoking and drinking yeah. beers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. That's, right. Yeah. Uh, different times, man. Really, really crazy stuff. I, I would love to be. Uh, I would love to see the the whole regiment. Like do you remember? There.
1: Do you remember Ally Frady? Yeah. He was on the big Sharks. slapper. He was on the Sharks briefly. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what team he played on. I think I want to say it was Blues. Boston.
0: Was it Blues? I thought it was Blues. No, it was
1: McInnes. that had the. Ah, uh, it was McInnes, though. He yeah. he came from somewhere and he had won the uh, the hardest shot contest. I think for the different team. Oh yeah, but he played for the Sharks and he rode a Harley. He rode <laughs> a motorcycle, smoked a cigarette, like. <laughs> This guy was a total old school player. Okay. Also had knee problems okay. and didn't play as much as he probably could or should have if he were healthy. But the guy was like like he shows up and you're like, Who's this hell's angel that just rolled up to play hockey? And he gets out and he's you know, he's just he was ally afraid, he was he was, yeah. they called him the planet because he was so
0: big. He had the 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 big stash I think didn't he? he had
1: the handlebar. Yeah, straight right? down like that. I yeah. think so.
0: I'm not thinking of McKinnis on
1: that one, that's for sure. No, but that yeah. guy was just unreal. I think he also played with a wooden stick. He was one I'm of the last sure. people to play with a real wood stick. <laughs> just beastly. I mean, can you imagine if he had a composite stick and oh. was shooting like that? He would have killed somebody. Or snapped a stick. Or killed a goalie. A, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Broke their hand or something trying to catch it. I just remember uh, with uh, what do you call it, like NHL 94
0: or whatever yeah. it was, the the big slappers with uh, Doug Wilson. I go behind the net. Yeah, break the glass. Fire a slapper all the way across the rink and and just break the glass on the yeah, other side. 90 something shot power. Jeez, man. Yeah. It's probably still accurate to what you could actually do, you know. Yeah, so. exactly. Bonkers. Anyway, uh, congrats to Doug Wilson. Did you see the ring?
1: The oh, I ring did not.
0: is no. massive. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how he holds his hand up. It's a pretty big ring, so. Yeah. I don't think he'll
1: be wearing it around. Yeah, very probably Elton. not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> guess it's going in a case of some sort. Uh, cool. Hey, uh, again, congrats to him. Uh, Doug Wilson Jr. Uh, went to Sweden to check out uh, what's his name, William Eklund, but he couldn't go at first because he was attending uh, the ceremony for. So, his is daddy. he leaving from the ceremony to go? He left, I think, the next day or the night uh, or something like it, that. Is it in there. Toronto?
1: I think that's where the Hockey Hall Fame is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so
0: he 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 had left from from there uh, to go and, and check out William McLean and kind of I guess help him. I don't know why he needs to help him with anything. He's he's from Sweden. He knows what he's doing. He's playing for the same team he played for before. I think it's just kind of it's like probably a, just a
1: vote of confidence. Yeah,
0: like,
1: it's not like they just sent you home and right. they don't come visit you. Right. Like I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. No. It's for sure. It's normal. It's very normal. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It's normal. Um. But I just you know want to bring that up. Let people know he's out. He was out there just kind of checking in on Willie. So.
1: We got a nice topic here. Cool. Uh, Ben asks, here comes a popular topic. Oh. What do you think it's gonna be? Popular topic? Uh Oh read it. Ah. (laughs) Kane, the season savior with a laughing emoji. So his 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 suspension goes through I think until (laughs) the end of November. So we're two, three weeks away. We're we're close, yeah. It's getting closer. This is going to be a huge topic. It will. For the next three weeks until it happens. Yeah. Uh, the Sharks have not announced what they're going to do or not do. So I'm still in the boat that he is not going to be playing for them. I'm going to agree with you. And did you hear, for one, nobody knows where he is. No, I mean, we, saw, kinda... we saw him in a L.A. airport. Right. He right. was with his girlfriend. But he is <clears throat> not skating, at least not with his equipment, because all of his equipment is still with the Sharks i have a feeling him. and i could be wrong here because again he's gone
0: through bankruptcy issues but i have a feeling he has enough saved up underneath the mattress that he could be able to go buy some equipment if he really wanted to uh and then he could just go to any rink because there are tons of rinks uh everywhere and he could skate there so i mean i, I don't know that he is not skating anywhere right i'm sure if he wanted to he absolutely could now is it his shark's NHL specific pro, is it that? No, obviously not, because the bag's still at with the, the Sharks. But um, I don't know, to think that for some reason that means he's exempt from skating somewhere. No, I don't no. think he's done. No, no, I, done. I think he's done, don't get me wrong, but I just think it's it's hilarious to say, well, he's not skating. Kidding me? He, if he wants to go skate, he'll go skate. In Mexico. In Mexico, <laughs> where they have rinks, ice rinks in Mexico. I shouldn't laugh. They might have rinks in Mexico. If you're if you're from Mexico and you get on the rink, uh, I apologize profusely for Super Producer Jason. I'm not going to apologize for myself.
1: <laughs> ben also said, of course, a no. More like what will happen. What will happen, right. Uh, what
0: will happen? I, I mean, I don't know. Do you think... You, okay, you think that what they're going to do is they're going to push him to the AHL. He's not going to show up mm-hmm. and they're going to cancel the contract and then we're out of that contract.
1: That's what you think. Yeah, I was trying to read up on this. I think it was two weeks ago now. Um so if they send him to the AHL and he doesn't report, they have to put him on waivers first, so he has to clear waivers. Then he goes to the AHL. If he doesn't report to the AHL, then it's a it's a um condition a, a, a breach of contract. Okay. So then he gets suspended. Then they put him on what's called unconditional waivers, which is like another chance for any team to pick him up, and then they can void his contract at that point. So my question then, and, and for the for the chat too, by the
0: way, please, um, let us know your comments. My question then would be, does anyone in the league say, let's take a chance? No,
1: because they could let him get his contract bought out and then sign him for cheap. Because that means they take on that $7 million. Okay. Nobody's going to do that. Okay. But that's pointless. So
0: I guess, let me, let me rephrase that. Um, even with the contract gone,
1: forget about money. Does anyone take... absolutely. Okay. I think some team is going to take him because they're going to... Assuming that he's in shape and he's ready to play and and healthy, um, I think there's going to be a team that's going to take him because they're going to say, we don't care. Play hockey. Here's $2 million. Show us what you can do. One-year contract. After this, if you do well and you mesh with the team, maybe we'll sign you over the summer.
0: Is there any world where... You trade Evander Kane to a team, take half salary. Hold on, hear me out. He's no. already shaking his head. No. Look at him. Look at him. He's already shaking his head.
1: Go on. Is there any world? No.
0: Where, if they're willing to pay him two million dollars, hear me out. Where you trade him, retain half salary. It's still three and a half. They trade him. No. To the team that actually wants him. We've seen this before, right? Toronto did this. The Sharks would have to
1: pay with draft picks, which is not worth it. Uh, I uh, okay. There's a price to pay for that. There's a way, yes, yes, it's possible. No, yeah, I'm saying, is happen. there a world
0: where it happens?
1: You don't, well, don't think so. There's many universes out there. <laughs> the multiverse. Uh, that, that's a question for Joe right there. Uh, no, it will not happen. Joe, if you're watching, please put what the possibility is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Sontag, thank you for the $5. More live shows, please. Yes, I agree. I miss it. This is a lot oh, of fun.
0: Oh, I thought Ryan Sontag said thank you for the $5. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, But no, thank you for the $5. We do appreciate that. All the Super Chat money does help us out. Uh, And he says, more live shows, please. Hey, guess what? We've not been able to do live shows. Now that we are able to, I think you're going to see more of them. Super Producer Jason uh, hates at least (laughs) two things in this world. One is this mustache. And two is editing uh, for our recorded shows. So whenever we can do a live show, he doesn't have to bother with all the editing that comes along with it, so... It makes him happy.
1: All right, Noah Claston, trade him to Arizona for nothing. Correct, (laughs) but it's never for nothing. It comes with draft picks. Yes. So there's a price. There's always a price going out to Arizona. So if you look at all those trades where they took, nothing came back from Arizona, it was always for draft picks going along with the players. Yeah. So is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it to trade a second round pick for Arizona to take uh, Vanderkane Van off your hands I, I kind of I think a second round pick I don't pick? think a second round pick is going to do it I'm just saying what's what's the lowest you would go or the highest you would go I guess let
0: me ask you this what if it was a second and half retained
1: what if it was a first round and half retained uh, That's pretty, it's going to take a first round pick to take that it's not going to be a second round okay but we were talking about what if it was a second I know if it was a second round they'd be like yes I'd do it. yes, I'd, yes. Do it.
0: I'd do it 100% <laughs> I would do it because at that point it's like yes you're losing your second round pick But at the same time, you're paying a second to essentially take $7 million of cap space off your books. Or in this case, $3.5 million off your books. Um, If you're strapped for cash, I give up the second. That's me. First, uh, don't know, don't think so.
1: Would you trade him for Phil Kessel? Ooh, now we're getting interesting. Um, nah. I Lundy mean, said Kane for Kessel and a pick
0: let me know uh, what, what's Kessel's contract look like um, because that Probably I mean shorter. obviously plays into it but give me a
1: second I could pull it up
0: so I think we, I asked a question I wanted the chat to come back oh there we go Kane for Kessel and a pick that's Lundy thank you very much Lundy um, I asked a question earlier oh he's in his last year
1: it's not going to happen
0: oh yeah because he'll yeah. just be gone they don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. yeah so they'd be taking on 7 million without having to worry about yeah, yeah, that they just if they just waited a year then he'd be gone off their books so whatever
1: how much was he getting paid who kessel kessel um 6.8 almost seven
0: yeah if he had if he had two more years if they sign him to an extension and then do the trade (laughs) see hey Uh, phil phil buddy the hot dog we we got lots of hot dogs hear me (laughs) out phil buddy we'll give you the same contract 6.8 mil you're going over you're over the hill you're on the decline we'll give you the same money but we're going to trade you to San Jose.
1: If you don't know what I'm talking about, the hot dogs, you need yeah. to Google Phil Kessel and hot dogs. Um, Shout out to Melissa. Uh, Esingalo, Filipino Kessel. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Melissa J., the mesh with the team is a big aspect in this because he seems to ruin every locker room he walks into. Correct. That's why I think a team would pick him up only for one year and not basically a rental player, a low, longer-term rental player, if they're able to sign him by the new year. So he's only there for half a season. Okay, but
0: you're, you're saying not a trade from
1: the Sharks. You're No, saying, no, 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 no. You're saying his Now I'm saying avoided he and, gets cut, yeah. and I think a team would pick him up for okay. the season um, with, and dangle the carrot in front of him saying, hey, if you play well and you are a team player and you aren't a cancer in the locker room, uh, we'll sign you to an extension or we'll sign you, not to an extension, but we'll sign you in the summer. I feel like
0: that's, that's something that you'd put to a vote in the locker room right
1: that's what i mean but you right. have an all year to do it No, totally right? totally yeah as opposed to
0: like the gm decision right or the or the coaching uh talking to the gm saying yeah good go whatever yeah i feel like that's something that needs to be if he's a cancer in the locker room then the locker room needs to be the one that helps decide that more than anybody else
1: all right, let's go back a little bit to ricky barton Slogger. that's what? An awesome name barton Slogger? you know who that is I have no idea who
0: that is. <laughs> I just so love. You the name. sounded
1: like you knew who that was. No, I mean, that's, that's my cousin. I'm excited about that name, <laughs> Barton Slogger. Okay, hey Barton Slogger, you got to tell me where you're from. Barton Slager. Slager. Barton Slag- I don't know. Put it up on there. Slager. Slager. Uh, is there any chance Barabanov isn't traded at the deadline? We can have zero cap space for him next year, so they sell him. Can't see it not going that way. I was thinking about that because he is a UFA after the season. Um He's a good piece right now. I think he's yeah. showing that he belongs in the league. He was playing for Toronto, and Toronto just had too many, yeah. too many forwards for him to really do anything and, and make a splash. So, I think uh, he's showing that he belongs in the league and can play. Yeah. Um, if the Sharks, if the Sharks are not in the playoffs, I can see them flipping him. I can also see them signing him because he's playing so well here and meshes well, and he's young. He's actually he's only he's 27 the, so he's but, not that young
0: but the, if the sharks are not good the sharks will have cap space because the sharks will be trading players away like hurdle yeah exactly and getting rid of Kane. that's exactly it it's a big so, chunk gone. so there's there there's going to be cap space right now if they needed to sign him and that money counted for this year you're absolutely right they they, they couldn't do it but assuming that the sharks are not a good team um they're going to be moving pieces so I mean, and and he should be one of them, quite frankly. If that's the case, if they're going to move Hurdle, fire sale, dude. anybody and everybody who's going to be a UFA, dump them, right? UFAs, Hurdle, Cogliano,
1: Barabanov.
0: Is Benito two years? Uh, he's got to be, yeah. See, even on two years, because Goodrow had two years left, and he went to Tampa Bay and won two cups. Um, I mean, I could see, you know, the same treatment happening for Benino, or uh, frankly anybody else who's who's uh, a decent player, a good player with two years left in their contract as well. Usually, it's just the the one year UFAs, but you know, if you're going to go and really go dump everybody on your team, I don't think two years is
1: off the table. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Let me go back a little bit here. Okay. Live show after a game is always fun. Yeah, that's that's a big time commitment for all of us. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that many live shows. Um, if the Sharks make the playoffs, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, uh, if we are making the playoffs, is it possible that they bring Eklund back for the playoffs? Will it trigger his ELC?
0: That's a good question, actually. I don't know the answer if they're only playing him in playoffs. Is it nine games regular season? Or is it nine games of NHL experience in that entire season, including
1: playoffs? I would think that would include playoffs, because I feel like you would see this more often. Yeah. For teams that are maybe not as deep and make playoffs, and they have good young players like Suzuki from yeah. Montreal a couple years ago. Although they the, were there. the
0: cap hit no longer counts during playoffs, so
1: there might be some weird That's what I rules. mean. Yeah. So the, There's no cap... Not that there's no cap space, you have to be under the cap still. You can't just bring in a bunch of players. Or I guess you could with Kucherov. Kucherov came back. Yeah. Um, so that that one's a hard one. I'll have to look into that one for the next show. I'm not sure if anyone knows the answer to that in here. Um, Graham Slam, thank you, ma'am. Said Ben, I'm pretty sure that would trigger his ELC. It's <laughs> a great name. Um, That's the name, Grand Slam. Thi- his name is Graham. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Barton Slager, what do you think the Sharks would get in return if they trade bear bottom No, stop. Stop. Barton Slager.
0: You're, the first thing you were supposed to say was where you're from.
1: Slager. And this is the next one. Okay. Slager. Father's family of German descent, obviously. Certainly. Got Americanized yeah. during World War II. Everyone in the world with the last name is directly related to me, less than 300 of us worldwide. That's awesome. wonder what that means in German. What does Barton Slager that's, mean? That's so Slayer cool. Slayer of Bartons.
0: That's so cool.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do I you think? think? Barton's
0: logger. I think the family is into beers, is what it is. Cool. Not slager. What Barton do you think the Sharks lager. would
1: get in return for Barabanov if they were to trade him? Oh man, I. Who knows? I think, I think a mid-round draft pick. I'd say a th- third at best, maybe a fourth-round pick. For Barabanov? I don't think they're getting a first or a second. For no, Barabanov. not first.
0: Not a first. I think I think there are some teams you can get a second for Barabanov. If he, dude, if he starts playing pretty well for the rest of the season.
1: it'll. Yeah, it depends. Cause he's got skill. I think if a team had two second round draft picks, like they already had something sure. else's, they'd probably be like, yeah, sure. We'll spend that we'll on We'll unload one, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you can also,
0: you know, a second and then Barabanov and a fourth or a third or whatever else sure. going either way, that would, you know,
1: help sweeten it. That's what happened with uh, Goudreau. We yeah. got a first round, but we sent a... Th- uh, I wanna say third. Yeah. I think it was a third and Goudreau for the first. Yeah. yeah. Um Summer thing happened with Colorado When McCarr first came out Happened in the 1890 playoffs Yeah, that was against the Sharks When he came up I remember that um, Yeah it's So yeah, we won't see him until next year We won't see Eklund until next year That's why I, I don't think we'll see him this year
0: That's not how he said the comment
1: uh, nah. So we won't <laughs> see him until next year Uh Kane goes to the Knights because he would fit in with their locker room, said Lundy. The Knights? There is absolutely no cap space, and the Knights would never trade him. Yeah, there is zero cap space. So I don't think they would never be able to sign him because they wouldn't have the space. Um, Plus, the fan base hates him. Yeah, but they would love him as soon as they get signed. Sure. Did you love Rafi Torres before he was a shark? I didn't care about Rafi Torres. I know you did. did. I know you hated him.
0: Um, and I knew he had a reputation, but it was, for me, it's how does he play, right? And I saw the way he, he played as a shark, and I was hopeful that he was past old Rafi. And <laughs> I
1: don't know, so.
0: even the hit on Jared Stoll, like he was like, he, he was a groomsman yeah. or something in his wedding or something yeah. like that. And It's like, he didn't, you asked Jared Stoll and he didn't, he was, no, It's it's not that, it wasn't that, it wasn't that. You know, he didn't come after me like that. But the league saw Rafi Torres, and it's too bad. It's really too bad, because I really feel like he could have turned his game around. Um, He's a good, strong player. He really was a good, strong player. And if he just kind of kept the elbows lower, he'd have been fine. But too many headshots, too many weird things going on. Too many cheap shots. Yeah, cheap shots, stuff like that. So it's too bad. I think it could have been a good run with Rafi.
1: Yeah, and then his knee blew out, and Mm it was never the same.
0: Regardless, there's no way Golden Knights are taking on a man. I don't think so. that his knee
1: blows out, (laughs) and he can't play. Um, (laughs) I think someone's trolling you. Marty McFly. Guys, does Aiden Hill let in soft goals? Oh, that's a troll. (laughs) That's a troll. Uh, No,
0: so we just talked about that, actually, at the top of the show. Mm. Uh, That first goal that went in against Calgary, or not Calgary, uh, Colorado. Um, I think he could have had that. Is it a soft goal? Maybe not so much. He still had a little bit of movement going on there. Maybe there was a little bit of traffic. I don't think so, but I think he saw the puck uh, most of the way there. So, um, I, you know, I feel like that one he could have had.
1: He said, "Ha ha ha ha," joking. There you go. I know, I know, he's joking, <laughs> but I'm going to bring it up anyway. So, there you go. Oh, that was good. Um, I think I'm caught up on the comments. I don't cool. If I missed any? And he said, "Love you guys. Love you too, Marty <laughs> McFly." Hello, McFly. Awesome. So
0: anyway, <laughs> I guess, are there any other comments that you thought, or you said you're all caught up, was there anything else that was kind of uh, worth, worth chatting about here, or I don't know how long we've been going.
1: It's been a little over
0: an hour. Okay. Um, I the was, they have not died yet. The lights are still on too. Oh,
1: going back so nice. to Ben Gaudreau, yeah. the goalie that we had ben drafted. Ben Gaudreau, thank you, yes. Uh, he was our second rounder, and I think, mm-hmm. I know for a fact, he was rated the third best goalie behind Walsett and Casa, but some people had Gaudreau even first or second. And he was a, wasn't he a guy that didn't play last year because of COVID that his team didn't play or something? And then he came in and played uh, World Juniors, okay. and he did really well, and he played for Canada. Nice. So, I mean, he was... High profile, yeah, high high goalie, high team, and he made some good saves. I think this this could be a steal. I think I read somewhere that the Sharks were planning on taking Wallsted, which kind of makes me mad with their first round pick. But then Eklund fell to them and they're like, oh no, you we're taking can't. Eklund. Yeah. yeah. You can't pass So they definitely had a goalie on their radar if that was if that was the case. And then Gaudreau was still around in the, in second. the second round. So they go get him. Yep. Yeah. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. So You never see the Sharks spend a first or second round pick on a goalie, I don't think, in their history. So that's probably the first time. Um, Lundy just said get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lundy. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about next week's games. Someone just asked that, too. What do you got? Uh, Pull up schedule. We got Sharks at the Wild on Tuesday. Okay. That's a 5 p.m. game our time. Are you going to go to that, Lundy? Because you're in Minnesota, right? right? He's in Minnesota. Uh, And then Thursday is at the Blues, also at 5 p.m. And then the 20th on Saturday, uh, Washington is in town here. So that's a Mm -hmm. home game. So two more road games, and then a home game against the Capitals. Yeah against Obi, the master, my God, he's so awesome.
0: So I'm interested in your comments, uh, your guys' uh, comments, what you think is gonna be going on in these games, but uh, Aaron being the resident fantasy
1: hockey guru, uh, ha- first of all, how's your fantasy hockey team doing? Ooh, I don't think I'm You're, doing so well in, the, good? in the Sharks League because, because, and I'm happy about this, okay. way more uh, people that's good. being pro- uh, active. active. Yeah. Everybody in there is active. Okay. Well, so I was going to say... It's more competitive.
0: I was going to say, um, you know, Aaron's the kind of more the guru um, between the two of us here about other teams in the league, uh, but um, I don't know if your fantasy hockey record's not doing so good. I don't know if they need to be listening to us. <sighs> I was I was not
1: happy with my draft. Really? Yeah. I okay. was very disappointed with who I drafted. That's I, Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Anyway. Uh, Sharks of so, the Wild. Yeah. Uh,
0: Tell me what you are thinking about with these games.
1: Well, Krill the Thrill is back and... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was some drama in, in Minnesota yeah. uh, with him because he, he had some weird clause because he wasn't quite an RFA. He, had, he was an RFA, but he had some clause where he could somehow not sign and go back to Russia and okay. play, which isn't usually the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it was. I think it was the number of games that he had played made it eligible for him to do that. Um, so there was some drama that he was going to sign because he was like he spent like all summer in Russia and they're like and spent it with the team that was going to sign him and yeah. they're like uh we need to like you know back up the money banks here and, a, and yeah. good and way to pump up your pay. your value there yes yeah and Bill Guerin I believe is the GM former Shark mm-hmm. um, in Minnesota and and he had to he had to figure it out because there was a bunch of players to sign and they wanted to sign him long term obviously because he's he's going to be the future of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So they figured it out and but he missed training camp and took him a while to get up to speed while well, he's up to speed. So he's he's there and he he's definitely gonna be noticeable. So um, he's their best player. Marco Rossi is a guy who's a he's supposed to be the stud center and they shockingly sent him back to the minors this year. They thought he was gonna be playing uh, this year and, and centering up on like the second line at the least. So um, he's no longer there or he's he's in the minors. Mm-hmm. So anyway, still a good, tough team. It's gonna be in Minnesota. So it's gonna be probably really cold. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter as a joke. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> they play on ice, you know this, right? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think the Sharks players that all came back from COVID, those five guys, yeah. I think they're gonna need at least another game or two to get their feet really under them. So I don't think it's gonna go well.
0: Okay. What do you think? Worse than uh, Colorado? No, no, no. Not worse than Colorado? Not worse than Colorado. Okay. There's no altitude. That's that's, that's kind of the thing I'm I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for the the, the no altitude mm-hmm. factor. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that without as much firepower as Colorado has now, again Carrolls there, uh, and it, like you said, he's if he's heating up, that spells danger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, hopefully it's one of those things where the guys are able to come back a little bit sooner than uh, expected in terms of getting their lungs underneath them, their legs underneath them, right? Um, so. We'll see how it goes. I, I it, To me, it sounds like it'll be close um, on the losing end of close, though. So um, hopefully they pull out a point, at least out of this one. But I'm not super hopeful based on what you're telling me. So good. There you go. Roll
1: <laughs> call. Oh, yeah. We didn't do roll call. Oh. Let's do roll. We haven't Part done alive we're... in so long. I forgot. It's been a while. Wow. All right. Roll call. Tell us where you're watching from. And whose mustache do you like better <laughs> it's stupid
0: yeah whose mustache do you like better that's a great question to ask
1: now i hate you anyway I hate you. um all right next game st louis
0: yeah st louis is still that big tough team um that one's probably not going to go so well either. But I think even even if the Sharks get their legs underneath them, um, more so against St. Louis, um, they're just a really tough team.
1: They're, just, they're too skilled. So I don't know. I don't think that one's going to go well either, unfortunately. I think the Sharks are going to play better in St. Louis. I think the last game they played against them, uh, St. Louis got one or two empty netters, so it was a closer game than what the score looked like. I think the Sharks can handle them and I think by then those COVID guys will be feeling themselves better. They're also not as banged up because they haven't been playing. So I feel like by then their legs are better, the speed's better, they're fresher. So I think, and they need, I mean, the last two weeks, Brent Burns, Coacher and Hurdle pretty much been carrying the team. Yeah. And they need some of those other guys to kind of step up. Yeah. Um, Timo to come back, because he just came back. Uh, Kevin Lebank someone had asked about Lebank earlier. Um, So I think uh, he's, I feel like is gonna be a guy that we talk about all year that needs to step (laughs) up, but um, he's basically a power play specialist that plays on the third line, which is exactly where he should be. I think that's his strength at this point in his career. So I have no qualms with him anymore. Like that's just who he is. He is who he is. He is who we thought he was. I just hate that
0: we got, I mean, they're paying him $4 million to be top six, right? He did this whole $1 million prove it thing. Didn't really prove it. Paid him anyway. I get it. I get why. But then he doesn't really show up, you know. It's just, it's it's frustrating. It's just frustrating. That's all it is for me. So, um, no, I agree with you. I think it's uh, Kevin the Bank's going to be a hot-button topic for a, a good uh, amount of time here. For the, at least the rest of his contract if he continues to play the way he's playing. And he continues to play the role that he's playing. Like you said, power play specialist sitting on the third line. Um... Not where they wanted him to be, not where they, what they were paying him to be, not what they projected him to be, publicly projected him to be. Lundy um, just called him
1: "love bankrupt."
0: The bankrupt, yes, I know. He, that you're riding the coattails of that one, dude, because you've done that one before. But <laughs> I, I liked it still, so I will let it go this time. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I was hoping for more out of him, um, not more than what was expected, right. um, more than what we're getting, um, which is still kind of less than what's even expected. So. Um, Hopefully, he turns the corner a little bit. I think Timo's turning the corner a bit. Um, Absolutely. Although, I, the guys like Weatherby, I saw Weatherby getting in front of a, a shot that went in uh, the other day. I can't remember which goal it was. But big body in front Timo of him. Timo's
1: been out for four games, and he's still tied in the lead with Burns and Coacher yeah. for points. Yeah,
0: no, he, again, he, Timo's turning it around. He's got uh, 12
1: points in nine games. <laughs> that is turning it around. So, if, some.
0: yeah, if he, he uh, comes out of this COVID thing feeling... Uh, Fresh as a daisy, then uh, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> Fresh so.
1: as a daisy. Hey, Amen.
0: All right, what about Saturday against the Capitals? <laughs> Saturday against Capitals. Ah, this is another one where it's like, any time you're playing
1: Ovechkin, I know you just like, I just want to see Ovechkin. I know, but they're coming here. It's not us going yeah, there. Yeah, no, that's, so that's true. That's, that's a long you like,
0: you like the East Coast teams coming to San Jose.
1: Yeah, I, I forgot what coach just talked about it. Um, it might have been the Calgary coach, saying how, you know, a decade ago, when it was the sharks the ducks and the kings were big heavy teams in their prime they called it the valley of death because yes. they would go through go to anaheim get banged up go to la like usually on a back-to-back night get banged up then fly into san jose two days later or a day later and play again and get banged up again yeah. so um i think uh i think it's still like that and now you add vegas anaheim la san jose Seattle Seattle Vancouver yeah. so they kind of go up and around and and they they do I mean the sharks do the same thing when they're on the east coast they kind of go around and hit all the teams at once mm-hmm. so um, it's those are tough teams to play against I mean they're not most of those teams aren't going to be in the top of their division or the top of the league but they're still not there's no easy games in the NHL yeah. Yeah. and then you're you're playing on a 3-hour time difference I mean that's exhausting you're used to playing you used to starting a game at 7 p.m. and now you're starting at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's a, that takes a lot on your body. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a while. I mean, that takes usually for a normal person almost a week to kind of shake that off. Do we wow. happen to know if uh, Washington is is uh, coming off of one of those games?
0: I didn't look. Okay. Well, hopefully they are because uh, right. we can use all the help we can get. Now the question is, do we want to win these games uh, or are we trying to? Uh, if <laughs> we trying to shop uh, hurdle
1: and everybody else anyway. Too early for that. Yeah. I think. I mean, as it stands right now.
0: How many s- games in are we?
1: 13? We're Four, 14. 14? We played 14. The Sharks are sixth in the division. Okay. Seattle's at the bottom, which I'm a little surprised at because I thought there would be more teams worse than Seattle. Okay. That's what I'm... So it goes Edmonton. They're just on fire. We should just call it McDavid-Drysaitl <laughs> team. <laughs> the Edmonton McTavid Dreisidels. Yes. Uh, Anaheim is right behind them, wow. which is shocking to me. I think that's going to come crashing down. Um, <laughs> Gibson's going to get hurt because he always does. <laughs> And they're gonna come back to reality. They've also played more games than most teams, so they're kind of it's kinda of skewed. I'm 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 not gonna say anything about John
0: Gibson getting hurt because if you guys remember, I did this before when I said he's probably gonna get hurt like he always does. Right before the Sharks play. And this the the day that was like the night before yeah. something like that, then they played him and he got hurt and I just I felt like, man, it's all because nice some work. guy some guy from some podcast was like he's gonna get hurt. The stash made you do it. Is <laughs> that what it is? Yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about John
1: Gibson getting hurt. But uh, so anyway, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Calgary is right there, which is, makes it even a bigger deal that the Sharks beat Calgary yeah. uh, in in regulation. Then Vegas. Vegas is a team that is like a sleeping monster as well, but they're just not quite. They start off really slow. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they're missing their key guys, well, Patrick uh, yeah, Stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. and true, true. now Michael. Uh, the <laughs> Kings are there. Then the Sharks. Yeah, I think the Sharks are better than the Kings. Yeah, uh, I also think they're better than Anaheim. And then Vancouver's behind the Sharks. Vancouver's, I think, just garbage. They, they have they have a good young core, but the rest around them is old and crusty and not very good. So, the and it's showing. It's showing. Uh, then it's Seattle. That's like our season one. <laughs> right, Van- Van- old and crusty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vancouver, the uh, the the sandwich of the league. there has got the old crusties around the outside.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, all right. I think uh, we're we're good with this then. All done with standings.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Sure. So,
0: where do you think we're gonna be going here next? Uh, next couple weeks? Because the now the the, the twenty one game mark that we've been talking about the Thanksgiving break. Right. That's something that we we brought up before talking about. Uh, let's wait till this point until we make a judgment. Um obviously I'm asking you to make a judgment before that point now, but where do you think we're going to be just getting to
1: that point? I mean, Thanksgiving is in 11 days from now. Mm -hmm. It's coming up. So after this week and after the following week, we'll be right after Thanksgiving. I Mm -hmm. think that's when it'll be a good time to assess us. But, um, I mean, there's still, you know, that's probably eight games worth, six to eight games worth before anything. Um, I think the Sharks are like what someone had said. They're going to be in that sticky, muddy area where they're just going to be bubble team, bubble in and out, just bouncing in and out of Mm -hmm. a playoff spot. Um, They really need a lot of things to come together to really make a push and make those playoffs. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to be exactly, almost exactly where they are now. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of the division. Yeah. Fourth, fifth spot. What do you think?
0: I, I think I want to stick to what I said. I want to stick to uh, they'll be a playoff team and they're not
1: going to get bounced in the first round. But not feeling too hopeful right now. I mean, you saw how decimated the Sharks got for two weeks with a bunch of guys out. Yeah, that yeah. could happen to any team.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That Wait, can- and you know what? Let's be fair. The the amount of guys that left and all the rookies that came in. Those rookies did a phenomenal job of stepping up. Absolutely. Um, and, and like you said, not sustainable. Hundred percent, it's not sustainable. But for they that spurt, they didn't go zero and six. No, exactly, right? exactly. For that spurt, um, really proud of our team. Mm-hmm. Really proud of what they were able to accomplish.
1: Um, can you imagine if Vegas got hit with COVID like they did right now? Where six guys are all of a sudden out. Well, they've already they got have, three guys, <laughs> and on top of that, they have those guys out for yeah. injury. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. they would just start tanking. Yeah, that could happen. And and can you imagine? I I I can imagine. Easy That'd now, Easy if Vegas now. didn't make playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we need that. How awesome. We need that. Would that be a kick in the teeth to their fan base? I
0: need to live in a world where Vegas does not make playoffs, not just because I don't like Vegas, okay? It's mostly because I don't like their fan base. Um, but I just need them I need the fan base to experience humbleness? Yes, I need them to be humble for just one season first, right? Heartbroken. Just, yeah,
1: just just one. Right? I don't and know. not blame it on the refs or the league giving san jose a win because of the ham pass and actually whatever. that was st louis that was St. Louis. Was whatever yeah.
0: anyway okay so i think we're done with all of that now so uh any last second comment that uh, you thought was interesting you wanted to bring up uh yeah okay. um
1: everyone said my mustache was better so
0: yeah no it was it was definitely better
1: um Two people said it was that. Everyone. That's everyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody that said Paul. So everyone said mine. They don't ask how. <laughs> how.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't ask how many, apparently, because it was just two. It's not very impressive. It's just two.
1: Regardless. It's just our mom watching. Dos a cero. <laughs> That was the United States men's national team beat Mexico 2 0. Oh, nice. So they say, Dos a cero. Excellent. Excellent piece of news there <laughs> there's no u.s ben's national team soccer fans in the in the chat well i certainly hope not
0: because uh they're gonna be disappointed when we're not talking about them ever again okay guys thank you so much for tuning in we do appreciate it lendy uh thank you again for hitting us up with all the super chat money uh we do appreciate it again if you've not purchased everything from the store yet please Ooh. feel free to do that speaking of we have new items thank in you the store. i was just about to say go ahead take it away go ahead no no you know the items do you know the uh, A sweatshirt, yes. A mask mm-hmm. and a beanie. Is it a beanie? Okay. I think that's it. We're looking at okay. getting new, more stuff in the store. Um, so we would love it if you enjoyed the uh, the stuff that we had in the first
1: place. But we do have some more things that are there I for think you guys. I'm going to add a water bottle in there. Okay. That has our <laughs> not a sticker on it, like I've been doing. What, what? do we? We um, have it in there. Super easy. Jason, Jason says. So, there you go. Please. Did you
0: add stuff? Why don't you just go to finfactor.com, check out all the products that we have available, click the support the show link because that is exactly what you're doing. You're supporting all of this. And uh, you can check out exactly what we have available to you and then buy them all. That would be great. So, there you go.
1: Um, Look at that. Oh, we have a fanny pack. We have a fanny pack. The fanny pack, a beanie, a polo, a face mask. I think to go to the second page. A water bottle, a sweatshirt. We have both a hoodie yeah. and a normal sweatshirt. Okay. A fleece pullover and a unisex hoodie. Okay, we got a
0: lot of stuff in the store here, it guys. Fantastic. So, take advantage of it. Yes. Um, are we still doing any sort of as the sales, sales over now though? Right? Sales over. Sales, sales over. over, okay good, all right. So, um, if you missed that sale, don't worry. I'm sure we'll have another one uh, sometime in the season for some reason. We'll come up with an idea or some reason to do it. But uh, for now, please do check out everything that's in the store there. Um, really cool stuff. Fanny pack. We have a fanny pack? Yeah. Dude, I'm excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paul rocks the fanny pack. I am excited. With his dad shoes. I haven't
0: had a fanny pack in uh, many, many years. It's a and I'm ready to rock oh one. God, again. he's going to wear it everywhere. Ch- yes, ch- it I am. It's a champion fanny pack. Fanny pack. Hey. It's coming back. It's coming back. That which was old can be made new again. Okay, so uh, that's gonna go ahead and do it for us. Please feel free to, uh, if you like the video, go ahead and like it. If you disliked it, and eh, whatever, hit the button too. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it doesn't matter. Uh, but if you know uh, you like these live shows and uh, just as much as we do, uh, please feel free to hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. Uh, that way you know when we are going live, I think we're gonna do more of the lives now instead of the recorded, Like I said, Super Producer Jason does not like editing. So when we do more lives, <laughs> That's what he would prefer because to do. Because he's lazy. So, yeah, why not? I would be lazy too about it. So it's way too much work. I couldn't do all this. So anyway, um, <laughs> lazy. He sets up like three different cameras. Okay, camera number, was this? Three? This is a joke. Camera number three. Camera number one. There you go. Camera number two, right in the middle. See, he's all over the place and I love it. And he sets up all this stuff for us. So show him some love uh, and uh, get some, some products and stuff, whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, like I said, hit that notification bell, then you'll know we're going live. We can have these awesome conversations. But even more so than that, please make sure that when you see us tweeting out, hey, we're going live, share it. Get your friends, your family, get other Sharks fans involved. We love having these conversations with everybody and just having a good time. Go ahead. Because it looks like you want to say something. I, I always look like that. Okay. Huh?
1: He wants to say something. See, I had the momentum going and he just shut it down. Uh, we are promoting- oh, did want to say something. <laughs> the pride game. Yes, December tw- the fourteenth. 14th. 14th. So I said fourteenth. <laughs> uh, buy your tickets. Uh, we'll have it in the description down below. I think it's already there, so you can probably just click down there. Uh, me, Paul, and Jason are all going to go to the game. So if you are there, we can take a picture with you. Mrs. Miller would be very upset with you. And it's I, Paul, Jason, and whatever. I. So. Day, day,
0: day. <laughs> and we're off the rails okay thanks guys we do appreciate you tuning in again uh anytime you can share us out to your friends and family we do appreciate it so for super producer jason i'm paul and i'm aaron we will see you guys next week next week bye 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 thanks for tuning in if you like this episode check out our other content especially interviews you can interact with us directly through social media at the fin factor and on instagram at FinFactor. and don't forget to join our live streams on youtube
1: Visit our website at thefinfactor.com, where you'll find all of our episodes as videos or podcasts. You'll also find our exclusive merchandise to help support our show.